Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs, your lovely host on I Am She For Real Z Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's get into these hot topics. Yes. Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs here on I Am She For Real Z Podcast and I am here with Big Big Juicy and she is back. We're here to talk about Broke Sex Part 3. Yes, it was highly recommended. So she came back with us so we can go ahead and finish our conversation and sis are you with me yes i'm with you good day good day my good people this is big thick juicy at you once again here to talk about broke sex and today um i guess we'll continue off where we left off with actually where do we begin to um heal and transform this broken set of uh, sex into something that we could utilize and um, begin to change our lives for the better because I think it's I think it's possible, um, but it takes a few keys. You need keys to unlock yourself. You know that's how you repair broken things. You know you need tools. Yes, I definitely agree, and I have learned that term that you need keys to unlock yourself. And I definitely have used my keys to unlock many doors that um, I had broken within myself to heal myself. So um, yes, I definitely love that term that you're using, and I exactly know what you you know where you're coming from when you're using that. So if you want to go ahead and give us some points and, you know, some, uh, you gave us a tool, which is key. So what about the tips, you know, um, how to unlock ourselves and, you know, those, you know, using those steps. Okay. So first I want to just kind of go backwards into the last episode, um, where we talked about what broke sex is and what it comes from. Um, Broke sex really, if we think about it, is a pattern and it's a pattern, a lifestyle pattern that we really learn through observation, um, through our own patterns and relationships, how we deal with them, whether we're healing totally and completely or whether we're bouncing around seeking something from someone. So basically, broken sex really starts in the heart and it starts at the family line. It's a it's an inner thing to an outer thing. You know, everything that's going on around you is reflective of where your heart is with yourself in life. So if we apply that, the first thing we need to do is be honest with ourselves, Mm -hmm. with with what we're suffering with, with our pains, with the things that make us happy, with our careers, what we want out of life. These are things that we must know before we go entering another person's cipher, another person's world, because we want to know that. We can match because let's be for real. Do we ever really recover fully? Not really. Mm-hmm. It's always a process. There will yeah. always be triggered that trigger those emotions that we in places call toxic or um, unbecoming traits. Yes, that's so when, we're, when we're approached with those things, it's important to know how they affect us and what are, what are our coping mechanisms? What do we heal from? So when I say keys, that's what I'm talking about um, as far as the, the, the keys, the tools that you need. You're going to need a lot of strength. You're going to need a lot of accountability. Mm. You're going to need a lot of flexibility. And most importantly, you're going to need a lot of communication. You're going to need to be able to express yourself mm-hmm. in a healthy way that mm-hmm. people can understand you. 
Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm definitely with that, especially with the communication part, you know, so, and no, you're not always truly healing. I mean, I'm sorry, you always healing is not like no end stop to it. Because as we said it last um, episode that, you know, that shit comes around when, you know, you already seen that and you dealt with that, but then later on, it may just come back around, you know, uh, or how are you able to handle that? You know, so I think things just come back, you know, um, tests you and see how you want to handle it um, or whatnot. So I'm I'm definitely here for it, you know, um, you know, healing, um, healing myself, you know, and for other people to heal themselves when it comes down to having broke sex, you know. Um, and again, it always starts with those contracts. Um, honestly, I was just telling my husband, I, I don't know what we we're talking about, but I was like, we need to set up another contract because I wanted something, um, or whatever the case is like, seriously, um, contracts are something that needs to be made. Um, I just think that's part of having good communication too, you know, uh, after listening to, uh, last episode contract is also good communication between whomever the parties are within that agreement just to so everyone know where everyone stands at, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, how did you feel sis, about the, you know, afterwards, after the, the you know, after that episode, uh, even the key points that you were given, because you did get some good information and I did get some good feedback from my people that listened to you. You know, I felt really, really good after that last podcast and, even going back and listening to myself, I needed some of my own advice. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, girl, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I did notice that it was some stuff that I left out, you know. Um, you know, we this is a raw show. This is not scripted. You know, we're not coming with documented information. We're really coming with our experiences and our um education and, and what we can piece together with our own perception. So after I listened to it, I thought about other factors that play into why broken sex is happening and why we're not profiting off of it. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing is that people are just outright lazy. People don't want to put in the work. And what I mean by that is like um, you can meet a person. And you really like this person, but this person has flaws. You don't really know this person. It takes time to build that relationship to where you can come into fruition. But what's important, these building steps, these building blocks that we miss, the very basis of any relationship is communication. That's lazy when you don't want to have a conversation. And I meet this more often than not. When I meet a gentleman, he's more willing to jump in my bed and give me the most precious part of you, the most powerful part of you, your phallus, your sex, your lifespan, before you even want to give me your mind and tell me what's in your mind, what you're hurting, what you may be hurting with, what makes you happy, what you like to do in your spare time, whether it be fishing or gambling or, you know, you just play the game or you like to be involved in sports or travel, whatever it may be, the ideas, what you're working on, what you want out of life, before they will give me that or offer me that, they want to just hop in the bed with me. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, 
And if we don't see that there's a broken piece there, like you have to be really, really looking with your eyes. When a person wants to offer you something private, like the most of the reason why we get dressed is to do what? Not cover our arms and legs and ankles. It's to cover our sexual parts. Exactly. Yep, that is true. Give me something that you're covering up. You don't even wear this and display this openly for the public. Yeah. And you're going to be to give this up. And the same thing with women. A lot of women, just we go right from, hey, my name is so-and-so. Would you like to meet me in my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it, 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 you know, it becomes a habit. You know, this all you want. This all I want. We're really, is that all we want? Because we're taking that from from person to person. So we have to be seeking something different. Yeah, I think we are seeking something. And it was a dude on my post. Dang, I don't know his name, but he he's funny. But he be posting or whatever. And I think I share like a, uh, a few from him today. Uh, I don't know his name, but he stated that if we're not sexing, um, he said, don't ask me no more than $3 if we're not sexing. And I laughed because I was like, Dad, we were just talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a man, what he's saying. So uh, apparently he's saying that, hey, I, I don't mind giving to you, helping you, but you have to be giving me something too. You see what I'm saying? So he's already putting that contract out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he letting anyone know, like, hey, don't ask me no more than $3 if we're not sexing. And I mean, that was just funny to me that I caught along with that. You know? Um, yeah. Like, well, and you know, what that says to me that maybe in his available he's been so open that he's been broken to a point of maybe someone has taken advantage of his financial abilities yeah. you know what I'm saying like with my experience and things that I've been through like I say I'm experienced with broken sex on both ends I've been used I have been a user and not only until I learn how to work my power did things start changing for me on no, on no matter what level of broke or sex I was having I was able to make something come out of it that works for my profit, for my betterment, for my overall general better living. I made something come out of it. And people want to have all these negative words attached to it, prostitution. You can call it whatever you want okay. to. You know what? Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Things are getting done. But it's not even just broke sex. It's not just about the general act of having sex. I think that's another big misconception like it's not just having sex it's in the art of the way we talk to each other um big thing women complain about all the time what you doing can i come chill with you is that all you have to offer me okay like you you, you have to offer something else you know what i'm saying like what else can you bring you know what i mean like hell you know like what what else you know and then i hate that the little trap the little game like Oh, okay, I do want to come and chill, like we was talking about last time, about Netflix and chill or whatever, but, you know, you got to know whether someone coming to hang out with you sincerely, then something did, do happen, and that's cool, but someone's coming just to get something from you, but you're trying to give you what you want to hear, because sometimes women, you know, even men too, but um, can fall for things and be emotional and then get used, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's good to pay attention to that too. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we fail just because we're so anxious. Like, you know, I ask people all the time, even when I'm dating, you know, are you really this sexually deprived that that's all that you think about? Like, for real? 
you know, are you victim out here looking? I say that makes you a predator and a victimizer. When I talk to me, I be straight up with him. You're just seeking to do something with me. You want to just take me out to eat because you think I'm going to have sex with you. Like in my mind, I mean, if what if I say no after you bring me home from something to eat? Are you going to rape me because I ate your subway? You know what I'm saying? Do you do y'all even realize how uncomfortable your brokenness makes too on the other side even for men like like how you said bro was like you know don't ask me for three dollars shoot that's somebody that's been manipulated probably out of hundreds and thousands maybe even cars and houses before mm-hmm. yeah. this is how broken sex creates a, a horrible cycle but just think if we work that in, in a reverse way you found somebody that you really really liked and you put together a plan to say you know what you you work the ins and outs Okay, this is what we'll do if this works for us, and this is what will work out if this does not work with us. I yeah. learned that shit from watching a zombie movie. Always know your way out. If you got in, you got to know your way out. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You always you wanna you wanna make things profitable for you, and that's why I tell people when you go into these contracts, whether you trying to manifest, if you haven't broke sex, it's best you better be trying to manifest something out of that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm being serious. If you're out here and you're struggling in any way, shape, or form, mentally, emotionally, um, financially, anytime you're in, what people understand, sex is everything. It's everything. Anything that's a back and forth. You and I are having sex right now. People don't understand that. Why? How do I know we're going back and forth? You taking in inf- information from me and you giving me information back. Is that not sex? That's the in and out motion. Somebody help. Yeah. You know, I'm going back and forth with you in dialogue. Sex is everything, and it's just a vibration, but we have all these different fancy things that we want to put into. No, right now, I'm having intercourse through a podcast. Sharing Okay. This is creating something on a bigger, deeper, higher end. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about when I say making something. What are we talking? We're talking about something painful here. This is not a peaceful topic. <laughs> right. This is a topic that's stirring people's emotions. This is a topic that's making people think and saying, hey, we need to hear more about this because I've been fucking up. I've been having some broke sex and I ain't been getting shit out of it. Right. And that is true, though, because um, even some people don't want to listen to, you know, part one or two or, you know, but they are open to listen to it, you know, so... I mean, because a lot of people, you know, like you said, people look at the negative word broke, you know, and people have, you know, step forward and say, hey, I have been used. Hey, I haven't had a contract. Hey, no, I don't get nothing from this person when I'm just asking for something simple. It doesn't have to be money. I'm just asking for time or to be helped, you know, so, but I'm glad people are getting the message and no one looked at it the way you given your perspective. So trust me, I definitely appreciate you because um broke sex you know part one which is basically on the surface you know like you say you know you got a scratch underneath the surface and that's exactly what you have given us you know and it's always appreciative here so but yeah like it it, it feel great that people just step forward you know to hear that I have a, um I have a story about that okay so mm-hmm. I had met this guy named Mike back in 2007 and Mike was hella cool like my dude we met um, through a friend over the phone, he, you know, you know how friends be hanging out and about, and they get their people to phone, and you know how that type of stuff go. And we met, we end up having a good conversation, and we end up linking up, talking over the weeks, and then we ended up meeting because we realized we live close by each other, in close proximity. So we ended up meeting. 
and we hung and we had sex. I won't lie. We had sex on the first day and it was mutual. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, after that, we remained friends and we continued to have a open sexual relationship. Neither one of us had really discussed any times, but for the time being, it was cool. We got together, we did what we did and that's what it was. Well, I got feelings and I took it to him and he was like, he was real. Like, Hurt my feelings and everything. One of the realest men I know and still my friend, very close friend to this day. And he was real. He was like, look, I ain't trying to be in no relationship, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and on top of that, I kind of got my eyes set on somebody I've been seeing for a while, but we ain't in no relationship either. But I'm leaving all doors open for that. You know what I'm saying? He's like, but we cool. We do what we do. And I was like, well, you know, that's cool. I was like, but uh, yeah, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I ain't going to be rocking with you and just, you know, having sex with you. And I, at that point in my life, I was going through a little storm financially. And um, he was like, well, what you need? I got you. Why you ain't never said shit? You know, he's like, we deeper than just having sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, you my homegirl. I ain't never just came through and smashed on you. Like, I spend the day with you. I make sure you eating good. I make sure you have a little change in your pocket, girl. Don't just, you know, we gotta be in a relationship for me to help you as a man. Yeah. A whole newfound respect for him. Because he was honest. He gave me a choice. He didn't um, manipulate my feelings, make me think we were something that we weren't to keep yeah. getting what he was and he was more than willing to help me out with life circumstances because of our engagement, because mm -hmm. of the things we did that made our friendship a special friendship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh. then on top of that, he brought me business. I was brain hurt at the time. I ain't mad at all. Okay. I mean, taking broke sex, like at the time, there was nothing at the time we met and initially started dealing there was nothing there except for our friendship. Our bottom line based communication is that we homies. And through that sexual relationship, we had a bond that was strengthened. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to take that time to be vulnerable. I know that really hurt him probably to have to tell me, like, I feel you and you my homegirl and I love you, but not like that. Yes. I know it did because he told me. Yeah. But and yeah, that's what I do. By, you know, just taking something that's nothing and making it something else. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that, that's, you know, good to do. I mean, it's just like, I mean, what do you have to say for someone that do not have an outcome like the way you had it? You know what I mean? Like, because you're very experienced in this topic, honestly. So, you know, uh, for the ones that's listening, I'm so sorry if I, I am very transparent, but I'm only transparent to the things I have experienced and I have not experienced this. Um, only reason why I started this series is because I have seen many people go through this and can I, can I get the help from the people that they lay down in sex? So, um, so excuse me on this, but, um, you know, big, big, juicy, sis, I want to know like what happened if women or men are still stuck in this and they're continue to follow this path. And then, you know, they don't have a good outcome that came out like yours. You know, do you have? Well, I've had experiences like this, sis. Oh, okay. Things aren't coming out. And what you have to do is be willing to cancel. No matter, you, be, the, be willing to break your own damn heart. Don't give anybody power over you. Be willing to break your own circumstances. I mean, you have to, you have to really embody a bad motherfucker. Like, not trying to be funny. You have to, you have to have a crown on. And okay. you have to say, you know what? This this right here ain't fitting. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we doing this because because this this is a sacred thing we're talking about. When we're talking about having sex, we're talking about your mind, your body, and your sexual organs. That's your whole soul. Yeah, right. Like that's everything magical and wonderful about you. You create from all three of those parts. So when you go into having sex with someone, and we do it, we do it. We will have sex that makes us feel dirty. And won't reap a benefit. Man, if you're doing something that's making you feel dirty and it didn't pay your phone bill or it didn't make your, your life circumstance feel better, but you feel dirty, you got to take a spiritual bath, you got to think about, you got to be by yourself for a minute, you know, because this is what happens during broken sex. I'm not, I'm not uh, to, to my experience and to what I've talked to amongst my peers when I have conversations about, you know, things that we've gone through in our life. These are the things that have you really need to get with yourself. You're stuck in a pattern where you're doing all these things. Mm. And let's just take it from a female perspective. We're women. I try not to go tap out, jump over into the man section because I ain't no man. Mm-hmm. But for, for women, you know, we say it all the time. Girl, you asking me for $10, $20 and you having sex with three, four men. You can't get $10 between. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That just doesn't make any sense. You know, and I know for a lot of women, you know, we want, I'm strong, I don't need no man. But then the truth be told is you be messing with a lot of men that's not even, can't, in, can't even afford you. That's the truth. Yeah, that is true. Man. I know a lot of friends, I know a lot of established women that's dealing with men that can't afford them, you know, and they do it out of love. Well, an age-old woman, a history-making woman said it best, what's love got to do with it? That's a secondhand emotion. That's a secondhand emotion. Well, what's the first one? What's the first emotion then? Self-preservation. That's self-love. People think that's a, that, that, that self-love is self-preservation. It's one and the same. You can't give out what you do not have. So if you need money, it's best that you not even be dealing with a man that's living in your zip code because obviously if y'all in the same place, he need what you need. Exactly. That is so freaking true. Oh my gosh. So if y'all need the same thing, it's best to come down and sit down and say, I will tell a man flat out. Look, and I'll tell him too, baby, you don't want none of these issues I got on my table. I got babies and I got baby daddies. That's the first thing. Men like to be all up in business that ain't got nothing to do with them. If I'm not asking you to take care of none of these kids around here, mind your damn business. Your relationship with me. So as long as I'm cool, as long as my baby daddy or my children not stressing me out, making hard life hard on you, all you need to be able to worry about is what Verona have going on. Like we don't know how to draw the lines. We get these men coming our lives and then stuff up for us, like without negotiating these contracts. I need men to know on any different given day that hey, you want to be up in my circle, wherever house we in. My ba- my children's fathers are welcome. Why? Because I'm a family woman. And when it comes to family things, birthday parties, haircuts, giving baths, if I'm tired and you're not able to do it, or you type of man feel like them, my kids, daddy's coming over here to give baths this evening because I'm busy. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I put my I put my standard and things out in the forefront. Did I used to do this? No. And that's why I was failing. That's why I wasn't getting the things that I want to. You have to be willing to maximize on your situation. So when brothers hit me up now, want to know what I'm doing? I'm minding my business, but this is what I would like to do if you're trying to be in my face today. My kids woke up and said they want to get outside. So we want to go to the zoo. Oh, I wasn't trying to do all that. Okay, well, have a great day because bye. Okay. (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? Because you're calling me for something. You want something, whether it be my time, my conversation. And in that, I'm going to need something that's going to make my life better. Give me a good time. Because guess what? Life is a good time for me by myself. Yeah. So you see how we can make the best of broken? Like, I'm broken. I got shit going on that I'm healing from. and I'm, But I ain't nothing going to stop me from being happy. But as far as my relationship goes, if somebody wants to come in and... You got to be your friend first. How right. about starting out with broken? Be your friend first. Honor your own broken pieces. You know, look down and say, oh, shit, something chipped off. On yourself, you know? And then tell a person, hey, I got a band-aid there with that. When you yell at me, that don't make me feel good, man. My mom used to yell and she was violent. Yeah. And I wonder why people don't know how to communicate properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's like... If some something that you didn't like, I prefer you to speak up about it and then like right away. You know what I mean? And I hold it in. Then you just you know go off on another day and just you know and it's just chaos. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think I think you know it's so many things that go into that. But at the bottom line, if we disregard any kind of medical things. Just on a regular everyday person, fear, not wanting to lose, rejection, abandonment, things that we have may have gone through where we were trying to be transparent, like me with my current relationship. I don't know when I'm be in a serious relationship or be able to take another man serious because I was the most whole that I've ever been in this relationship, transparent and exposing to the innermost parts of me to be put stuff back into a locker. You know what I'm saying? To be spent, you know, put put in a locker and then the combination spent and I don't even remember the numbers. Right. You know, and this is what broke sex will do to you if people can't be honest with themselves because you'll have a person that really, really wants you and adores you and want to be in your life and don't know how to express themselves or their own feelings to where maybe they don't feel like they deserve you or worth you. This is, this is all the factors. There's so many factors to broken sex, but how do you, how do you activate it? You activate it by being honest with yourself. Shit. I got all these children for me. It's I got all these children. I be tired. I don't really need no man with no money to take care of me, I kind of hold me down myself and do I want that now because I'm not property. So I really just want a man that can feed me spiritually. This is me. This is my contract. And I'm having a bad Make me feel better. Know the things that I like, my favorite things, my favorite songs, my favorite food. Uplift me. Give me some wisdom. Give me some knowledge. And give me some money. Shit, I ain't no fool. (laughs) Right. Give me money. I want to go get my nails done and it's a new wig out. Right. And that's a good point that you made. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Speak up about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's a lot of things. Like, some people can't because, like, for myself, it was hard to even just look at myself in the mirror and just call out any, you know, any broken part of myself. And I needed to hear it out loud for myself. Not thinking to myself, I need me for me, I had to verbally hear me say it to myself in order to know, you know, what is causing me to take the steps that I'm taking and you know, to be unbroken. I, I just needed to hear me say it. So that's a good point. Like everything really started with us. You know, why are we doing what we're doing, while we are taking these actions, how to to do better you know what i'm saying like and that's first you know just definitely being truthful 
And that that hurts when you have to say this to yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um which is why we lie to ourselves and we live in fear yes, and we don't want to be rejected because we reject ourselves already. Like you already hurting yourself, rejecting yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, guy friend want to hang out with me. And I'm clear about my not dealing with men right now unless you're on the business tip or just being friends or friendly. I'm, I'm clear. I'm transparent about that. So he want to hang, tell me I'll bring your wine. First of all, I'm pregnant and I can't drink. So, <laughs> You know, offering all the kind of shit. I say, well, look, you want to come hang out with me? I say, I make some iced tea and some chicken salad and um, bring some potato chips, but I need my grass mode. Well, we, you want to know where that conversation went? Oh, I went. Oh, he needed to call me back, and I ain't heard from him since. That was a week ago. <laughs> wow. You get what I'm saying? But you requested something for me. I had something in return for you. I was giving you my time and my energy. You're going to cut my grass. I'm going to put some food in, some, in your stomach, and you're going to be refreshed. And, and, that's a good, and, and that's a good point, too. Like, even though it doesn't have to necessarily be sex, it's just like you said, you wanted my time, you wanted my company, you want my wisdom, whatever you wanted, you still want something from me. So you still should be able to put out, and I should be able to ask you for something as as you so comfortable to ask something from me. So it doesn't always have to be sex. I mean, this shit goes for not even for a man and a woman. This go for family. This go for every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I'm all about right now at this point exchanging energies. Like after I listened to the, the you know the episode with um you know what we talked about broke sex part two. I'm just like, damn, I'm really not just, you know, with my husband. I'm just talking about family members and people, period. I'm exchanging energies. I'm not putting all my energy to this person if they cannot give me no energy back, put it back inside of me. I cannot keep draining my exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I get nothing back. You're not replenishing that energy back within my, you know what I'm saying, within myself that I need, you know? Um, so, <laughs> it's yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. But, again, it doesn't always have to be about sex. It could just be about just hanging out, you know, giving advice or, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, can I get something from you that you asking for me? And then people make it seem like it's just so horrible that you ask that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And like, even, and I can take it to a summit this morning. I've had a busy day today. My, my day started out with donuts and shoot, this is a raw show, donuts and blunts with my home girl, right? Uh -huh. So she came over, we were supposed to just chill and talk. I wasn't expecting her. She bought me some cream for my coffee, girl, donuts for the kids, and left me a little financial token. And I said, you know, I really didn't have anything to too much offer, you know, other than, you know, my hospitality. She's saying, that's what you get paid for. When we go to hotels, we pay for hospitality. They ain't really doing nothing but handing us a key to a room and giving us a free $4 breakfast in the morning. She say, but you pay for the hospitality. So you allow me to come into your residence, right. get comfortable, get my shoes off, sit on your sofa, talk loud, have my coffee. So this is a token of my appreciation. Mm, yes. I wanted to have it with you. That's taken away from your kids. So I bring donuts for them to have something to enjoy so we can enjoy ourselves. That's what friendship does. Exactly. And but people, that's that's how we heal brokenness. And you know what we did? We sat in here and we talked about every problem that we had. We cried. We offered each other advice. Perfect exchange. Fire exchange ain't never been robbery. Right. Love it. Why do people want to feel like that that you can just come in people's life and take and not give? Mm-hmm. 
And why is some people that feel like they can go in people's life and give and not take, I don't care how abundant you are. You deserve a you. I said this to somebody the other day. I don't care how abundant you are. You deserve a you at every step of the way. Right. So if you find yourself trapped in the circumstances where you can't recognize or find yourself in any of the things that are going or happening around you, then you got to look for some better use. Right. <laughs> you need to search on the inside at what aspect God is trying to show you to embrace. Maybe he's trying to tell you to accept where you are so you can find that partner where you at. Hmm. Because some of us do. Some of us looking outside of everything where we at right now. We have an argument in our black community, which is basically, we look at it as funny, but this is some broke sex ass shit. A whole bunch of broke motherfuckers looking for a bunch of rich motherfuckers. Mm. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Can we talk about, can we talk about how the minimum wage bracket of poor people, and when I say minimum wage, I mean if you're not making at least eighty thousand dollars a year, you down here with me, partner. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even gonna add in aspects of children versus no children that put you at a different bracket. We just gonna say that if, if whatever level you at in life, if you're not making eighty thousand dollars a year to live comfortably, because that's about what it takes to live comfortably. I'm not even talking about living luxurious. I'm talking about living com comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> To live comfortably and just pay your bills and be able to eat out once a month and have an outing once a month and maybe do a vacation once a year, you need at least $80,000 a year. And that's being financially responsible and budgeting. Don't ask me how I know this. I'm a nerd and it's just what I do in my free time. <laughs> but can we talk about why we're all sitting around people that need building blocks and we ain't building with each other and think that broke sex just supposed to disappear? Who's supposed to deliver us from broken sex, if not us? Because ain't that what we creating this shit with? Right. Babies come from sex. DNA is our biological makeup. That's our genes, our genetic code. Well, what's the N-word on hygiene? Genes. So if we're not practicing highly in our genetic coding by being honest with our heart and our minds, and another word for pregnancy is called conception, right? Where we go through a stage of gestation, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how that's we're transferring information from our bodies into our children's bodies. So let's talk about it. We're out here having mindless sex and we broke. We broke on the inside and outside. You have men and women dealing with uh, abandonment and neglect issues from parents. We got men and women dealing with abuse. And I'm start, I'm starting at the bottom of creation because that's where it starts with our parents. Yes, yes, you're right. With how we were created and then what we witnessed as relationships growing up. So I witnessed my mama having a lot of sex and wasn't getting nothing from it. Hmm. I witnessed my daddy having a lot of sex and every woman he ever had took care of him. Mm. Also, in return, my daddy was the type of man to come home and give up his whole check to the woman that made a home peaceful for him. I, I'm talking about my daddy take cigarette money, gas money, and maybe go buy him a couple clothes or whatever what he need, and that's what he took care of his business. I witnessed a lot of shit in my life to where I feel like I, I have the right to be able to speak on certain things that I've been around because. Hell, when I write it, I'm right. Nobody can correct authority. When you write something, you're an author. That gives you authority. 
Right. When you approach by law, they everything is contract. You have the right to remain silent because hey, if you talk, we writing it down. And who gonna argue with what I wrote? Nobody. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I love that. Okay. You know, so your best bet is to be silent, risk getting arrested, and go or a public defender, somebody that you can talk to that's at least halfway on your side. Right. Because then it becomes a their word against yours. Same, no different than broke sex. Establish, open your mouth and say what you got to say because then it becomes a I thought or, well, because we was doing a, you know, it's like, you know, how men get off. Did I ever tell you we were something? <laughs> Ain't that how they get off? <laughs> I never told you none of that. So what you got pregnant? You let me hit you raw. And where's the lie? Right, where is lies for real? Like, I remember one chick, she was so damn mad at me. I, she deleted me a long time ago, though. But um, when I stated that, you know, if you feel some way about your uh, baby daddy, baby mama, you should feel that way about you. You know, if you ain't, if you feel like your baby dad or baby mama ain't shit, your pussy or dick ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just that simple because you allow that no good shit to come within you and create something that they were not nowhere near being prepared to be that you know that that father or that mother then she was stated like well things happened everything was good at the time and then when it happened i mean at the end of the day you need to know what destruction looks like you need to know if you're getting played if it's sincere this is when you need to tap into yourself and know yourself and be able to read people you know what i'm saying that is so important because people can't put up front but i can smell that shit and see that shit a mile away you see what i'm saying so, um, yeah, basically, yeah, she deleted and blocked me for it. But, I mean, who can you really be upset with? Don't be upset with me. I didn't make those choices for you. You just, with the you just dropped off the letter. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, shit, oh, well, you know, and I didn't feel bad about it. I mean, like, if, if, if it's your first, second, third mistake or whatever, just look at it and do better. Like, there's no point of getting offended about it because at the end of the day, you made that decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay, because things does happen, and then we, uh, well, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say me as a woman, you know, I get emotional, and I have filed for shit, you know what I'm saying, that was no good for me, and led me to heartbreak, you know, or whatever, so just own up to that shit, and that's one thing why it's so hard for you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, you know what, I fucked up. It's not about saying, oh, she was right, or that person was right, what told me, you already know you already fucked up, it's just hard for you to say it to yourself. Because that is the hardest thing, and it's so hurtful for you to, you know, stop lying to yourself mm -hmm. and to make a change, you know? So, yeah. But, mm. You know, and so much of it is to one people to carry our baggage. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't have to hold your own baggage. Somebody holds it for you. You holding on to something for somebody else. Like, that's how or carrying some of these things out here. Like, it's so many factors. And that's why, um, Self-preservation is a must. Self-reflection is a must. Self-love is a must. For me, that's why I'm taking a total 100% break right now. And I have goals. I have goals before I get into my next relationship because the things that I'm going through this year exposed, these are new broken pieces that I haven't even never felt before. This is a new type of broke. I'm going through a new type of broke. Wow, yeah. And because I think because my experience with being broken for so long, I got I, in doing this broken season, 
I took the time to say, I'm not messing with nobody until I'm at a place where all you can offer me is your spirit. Because I'm good in every other area. And I'm there already, but I want that to be a reflection of me. I'm so goddamn good that I don't need nobody but the goodness that's in me. Right. And if you can't match that, I don't think we need to be associating. Right. Hey, how you doing? The day is well. All good. See you later. That's as far as I want you to be able to be in my space. And that's for anybody, whether you're my mother, my father, my cousin. Yeah. Talking about my body. I'm not satisfied with my body at this point in life. I was looking at myself and I'm 32. I've worked in healthcare. My body looks 80. I got shit to do. So I don't, unless you get ready to come and be a man that's going to come in my life on Sundays and meal prep with me and help me blend smoothies and run and walk with me, then you in my way because you're not with me. All right. You get what I'm saying? If you call me and I say what I'm doing and I, and, and, and I say, well, I'm getting ready to take a five-mile walk in the park and do some cardio while I do this walk and you go, oh, well, hit me up when you're done. Know that that's a block okay. for you. And that's, that's what we mean by breaking those boundaries. If, you know, if you're dealing with a person that's not, what is the word we like to use? Equally yoked. That's a part of being equally yoked. When I say I'm dealing with broken parts of me that's why I can't be mad about my relationship and how it played out it elevated me it took so much from me that it forced me to elevate right. I told him I'd never be angry with you I'd never be unforgiving towards you because even though you caused me pain it helped me read some things and it helped me discover what unconditional love is within myself right. so the unconditional love I have for myself because you helped me expose it and unfold it i never be angry with you for making the best decision for you because you forced me to make the best decisions for me and that is take some time off and I don't even know what this this made me mean some reflective for my relationship because that's me giving his reflection he said I need to go get me together so I say okay fine from this is in seven days everything happened in cycles cycle is seven to go seven rounds okay so in the seven-day cycle, I went from mending my relationship to ending it. See how their contract worked? Right. <laughs> I wasn't getting what I was getting, so I ended it. And I meant it. But what I look at now, now that I'm reflecting back, right now with you all, and I'm reflecting back on my last seven days, is that I ain't doing nothing but reflecting my other half. He said, I need to go get my other self together. Well, what did I just tell you? Before I get back in any relationship, whether it be with him or somebody else, I got goals. I got body goals. I got financial goals. I got business goals. I got family goals. So I know for myself personally, nothing beyond friendship is going to come. Nothing healthy going to come beyond that because my partner going to feel left out because I'm so wrapped into me right now. Get right. Making time for things that match me. For instance, you and I, this podcast, my homegirl this morning, that matches me. We're in a healing space. We want to be happy together. We want to put funds together. We talk business. You know, things that match you. This is how you heal broken sex. We coming together with some broken stuff here. You get what I'm saying? Right. People don't know the back yeah, why we're doing what we're doing. They just getting the experience and they're getting the story as we're opening up and going into these different avenues of life. Your show is called I Am For Real Z. Okay? The last letter of the alphabet. I am for real. <laughs> right? To the end. <laughs> okay. 
So it's going to be some stuff, you know, that comes out. And this is such a, a heavy but fruitful topic because this is not a race thing. This is a this is a people thing. People, it's going through it, baby, with their husbands. I live across the street from a white couple, baby, and I be watching them eating an the apple in my window like, girl, this is reality. <laughs> not judging them because I'm going out there and say, hey, y'all, look, look, look. Number one, it's nine. I just put my kids in the bed. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to bring, you know what's going on. Let's resolve it. You I don't do it just to be nosy. These my neighbors. Do I want to see them arguing and you know booger nosing around and you know playing? No, I don't want to see that. I want them to have fruitful relationships. So if it get too much, listen, y'all. Get get this together, you know? Stop it. I'm one of them neighbors, but I don't never miss the opportunity to observe it. Everybody's going through some broken stuff. Yeah. Shop, and you hear Mr. Yang yell from the back and Miss Yang yell from the nail seat. They're going through some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because we can't understand the language, I understand sound. This ain't no argument that just started. This been going on since this morning. This started in the car. Right. <laughs> she hit you with the and then yell back at his ass. Almost fucked up your fingernail. And then she right. second, I'll be right back. And all you hear is yelling from the back and all kind of noise, stuff you all understand. But that's how it is. And it's a human nature thing. And it just comes from not being able to say something as simple as you hurt my feelings. Right. Pride. Boy, that pride. We gotta be when you land with somebody, no matter if it's a love frequency or I just need to get a nut off frequency, whatever your exchange is, you got to be able to say it. I was messing around with a young one. I have another story for y'all. Messing around with a young boy. I like to call this my little, my cougar phase, my little bobcat phase. Because <laughs> he was, he's five years younger than I. And boy, we messed around and we continue to mess around. And we both have feelings for each other, but it's nothing like we had a relationship. It was what we had an understanding, you know, when he wanted to see me, I required the evening. You know what I'm saying? Like with you, oh, I need the evening because I like talking to you. So it can't just be a flyby. And when you come, I need you to bring these things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Name what he, you know, okay. And if that's what I need to bring, this is what I need you to do to make my night work well. You see what I'm saying? Where we're both, we're healing through whatever it is we're going through. Yeah. Most of the time he came to me when he was stressed out. He had been working overtime because he, he was younger than me. I met, I was... 22, he was 17 or 18 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Most time he came to me for growth, for my maturity, for my woman advice. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, all he really, really want, like, my sexual energy is good, especially when you're young and you're not really experienced and you got somebody teaching you and then you got mental lessons. But he wasn't no dumb person either. And I liked him because he was established. He, you know, he had a car. He worked all the time. He was taking care of his whole family, helping his mom. He had a little son. You know, I always have thrifted for men that I could benefit from mentally, right. emotionally, and sexually. I'm just that type of, I've always been that type of person. I don't know why, but I do realize that 
my levels that I've done it on, I've done it on a very low value village type level. I'm ready to try to do it on the Oprah Stedman level now. I'm trying to be on P. Diddy and Jennifer Lopez level. I'm trying to Cardi B right quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just me looking back, though. You got to be able to look back to see where you're going. Like, my first baby daddy, ain't shit. Never been in our life. Never provided. But every baby daddy after that, I accept them where they at, and they do what they can, but it's always been a level up from each gentleman. So now at this point in my life, I want to become unreachable. I want to be available. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a hoe. I want to be a healer on earth. My homegirl, the, the confident hoe. I seen that on her page tonight. Yeah. It's a shared that. I'm glad that that came into my head. She calls herself the confident hoe. And it's because you're not going to just, she, her, a lot of her message is directed into the direct act of sex and empowering women. But digging deeper, because she is woke, she is conscious, digging deeper, you can, I'm her friend. And unless she feel like it, I got to pay to talk to her. How about that? Yeah. Unless she feel like it, consultation is $20 an hour. I feel that. Mm. I feel that. And I, and I get what she's saying. Unless you have something to offer me, some wisdom, some knowledge, some exchange, Whatever it may be, you know, we ain't got shit to talk about, baby, because you know what I got to do? I got to feed the kids. I got to get my performance. I got stuff to do. So when you stopping me, it has to be for something valuable. And that's another thing. Down where we at, some of us, especially some of us that just work that nine to five, they come home and work check to check and don't really have no other ideas or other thing going on have too much to lose so when the person come along and say what you doing and want to give you some time we excited because we don't have anything else to do but when you meet a who or out or like the confident hoe or people that's got movements coming on even though it look like we may just be sitting playing on our phone baby no we're not on our phone we on ripple we on Campbell. we creating content it looked like I'm just taking selfie. No, baby, I'm taking selfie. <laughs> you know, I'm working on this money. So when you hit me up, you don't have to need something that's, you don't have to be able to compensate what I'm giving up because, number one, this is fun for me. <laughs> exactly, right? And see, and to go with that, I mean, it's just like, I don't have, like, okay, people call me and say, hey, you at work when, no, I'm not working my daily job. But I'm working like my podcast or writing my book. So it's not like I'm not working. See, people don't look at that as, as that. Like that is work. They look that's why I asked my husband, like when I'm not working my nine to five job, do you think that I'm really working? Like, you know, I have to ask him that because I don't need to hear the snapback about me doing something and I can do something right now. You know what I'm saying? Do you think I'm just doing this shit for fun? You know what I mean? Like I'm building right now. So I don't have time to go to family gatherings and family game night and I don't have time to do that shit right now because right now I'm focusing on something. I'm building. And once I get to where I need to be, then I can do that shit. Y'all ain't doing shit. Y'all want to work nine to five or ain't doing shit at all. I don't have time for that, you know? And that's the point in my life right now. Like, that shit is not going to get me where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Like, I have to focus on exchanging energies at this point. Like, what are you giving me to take off the time for what I'm doing right now? Because right now is crucial. We don't have that many t- that much time in a day. That I just think the day just goes so damn fast when you got shit to do. Mm-hmm. 
like I just said in the beginning, um, I don't know if we were recording, you know, but at the very beginning, you know, we were talking about how our days was going and how you was just resting and you had overslept a little bit. And I was like, girl, I had just looked up and it was 135 and I'd have been all around the house dropping my clean fairy dust. I got incense going, looked at the TV. I said, oh, snap, it's 135. I looked, I said, oof, she ain't been calling me. Yeah, I said, well, let me text, you know, why? Because the week got rough, you know what I'm saying? We need, nap. I need to straighten up. I had a little company this morning and I've been on a high. That's how the day will take you. And before we knew it, we looked up and it's time to go. It's time for action. It's time for the work. <laughs> right? Really got to be right. compensated for that. That's why I say if a man not coming in my life and saying, whoo, baby, slow down. This <laughs> your king. You know what I'm saying? Right? brought me to something you remember when we did the podcast and I was voicing my opinion about how listening to myself made me feel like um old girl on hustle and flow you know when she first heard her voice that's how you hear fucking broke sex with hustle and goddamn flow Right. See, he didn't have time to be kicking in and pimping no more. You get what I'm saying? He didn't have time to do none of the regular stuff he was doing because he had found his calling. He had found his peace. He had found a way to get what was in his mind out. Everybody that was around him needed him. Them women that he was hoeing needed him. And we watched that shit right. on screen. It's a fable, but if we really think about it, that girl, when she was talking about, you always like, you don't never come. And she put her ass out. That's how you cancel a bitch. Okay, I ain't shit. Well, bitch, watch this. Guess what? You don't have a place to live or ride home no more. And here, take your baby. Wow. And mind you, now mind you, what he was dealing with too. She had been coming up short every day. She wasn't making payout. She wasn't making pay him. But he was allowing her to stay there. Showing her love and heart. And all she did was dog him out, stress him out. He say, I'm working on something that I know finna make me something. And on this journey, you can't go. Exit. The part right. him, loving him, that white girl, and the part that uh, Taraji, Yvette, she played, they supported him. Uh, that man wife, she didn't understand it at first. But when she stopped through that whole house and seen that makeshift ass studio, she brought them cornbread, chicken wings, gravy, mashed potato, baby, that's hustle and flow. That's love. You need somebody that's going to match your energy all the time, even when they don't understand it. She didn't have no understanding as a strong Christian woman devout in her faith what her husband was doing. All she knew was that she loved her husband and she wanted to be able to match and support him in whatever she was doing. So guess what? You can't make it home for dinner, then I'm bringing dinner to you. Right. You know, I don't got much, baby, but you know what? That one rapper dude you always talking about, they got a goddamn lava lamp, a lava lamp in their studio. So I figure y'all might could do what you do a little better if you had one of them too. Yeah. How many sex scenes was actually in Hustle and Flow? But it was a lot of broke ass sex. It was a lot of production of broke ass sex. Mm. <laughs> One man to say, you know what? I'm going to make a change within me. He looked in the mirror in his own self and said, shit, I ain't even shit. Look at all this I ain't shit shit I got around me. But once he started developing himself, 
he was able to see the development and see the rotten part that he needed to remove. So once he removed that rotten, I can't do shit inside of me, he removed the rotten, I can't do shit that was outside of him. Make sense? So all he was left with around him, once he turned that I can't do inside of me into something fruitful, which was his music, he removed the I can't shit that was outside of him. The one that the voice that was outside of him telling him everything he wasn't gonna be. You see how that works? Yeah. With nothing but love, peace, and abundance all around him. People that was willing to put in the same amount of hustle. Now imagine right. that's the same thing that we're talking about right here in this broken sex. Having anybody in your life that's making it hard for you to breathe as yourself. Whatever your name is, if somebody that has a different name for you is making it hard for you to breathe as yourself, every time you say something you want to do, they got a nag about it or something. They don't see the bright side of it or don't say, I can see you doing that. That may work for you or give you ideas or give you resources or try to take stress off your back, that ain't your tribe. We want to hold on to so much broken shit all the time. You know, all these shards of broken glass in our hand, my mama and the wounds that they gave me. I'm speaking from a personal place because I do it. I, yeah. That ain't going to bring nothing in fruition. I was solid broke Friday. Zero dollars to my name. Pay my water bill. Solid broke. Zero dollars. I ain't do nothing. All I told out my mouth, I said, I need some money this weekend. I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm going to stay patient and trust the process. Before the weekend is over, before the weekend is over, 50, 70, $85 ran through me this weekend. I did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, but did what I was supposed to do. I focused on my work. I focused on me. I focused on my family. Every promise that I made to myself, I followed my heart. Everything I knew I needed, I had her. I only wanted some money to do things that I thought I may have wanted to do or things that I think I may want. Yeah. We have sex. Faithful. You got to be faithful and honorable to self. <clears throat> right. Yes, you do. You know, a lot of us lead very good people due to mama not liking them, family not liking them, or just really misunderstanding bad connections, not getting along, or just simply don't want to put that work in. Anything in life that's just desirable, that's worth the connection, it's going to take work. I can't tell you how many friendships that we go up and down, we go in and out, whether it be getting into it or just going off self-reflection and don't talk and then have to come back and say, girl, shoot, them last three months, sorry I ain't talked to you, but me and so-and-so broke up or my job was giving me a hard time or girl got behind in my rent and I just needed to get my life together. You know, life happens and things shouldn't just be taken so personal because sometimes it's a situation you can't communicate. Right. That is true. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I've been running my mouth. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. But no, I was just saying that what what you were saying, like how you just need that time away. Like even when I was pregnant with my first child, and I was really close with a young lady, but you know she she was that clingy type. You know what I mean? And and you know, and it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't like over drowning or overbearing or anything like that. It's just that when I was pregnant. I just, from when my first child, I was just so pushed back. You know what I'm saying? Like, since, you know, I worked so hard to get pregnant. So I just wanted to be like drama free, you know, relaxed, not being in the scenery as much, you know? So 
So I did like escape. You know what I'm saying? I didn't call. I didn't text. I didn't check on no one. You know, especially her. And she meant very well. You know, but the great thing is that when I did go back to her and say, you know what, you know my, you know my fault. You know, um, I just needed some time. You know, I didn't reach out and so and so. But she did reach back out. You know what I'm saying? Like she she understood as I thought she wasn't because she was that clingy type of friend, but in a loving way though. You know what I'm saying? And. She didn't know, you know, if I wasn't talking to her anymore, if I wasn't that, you know, and I'm just that person overall. Like, we may just be cool, but we, you may not hear from me. And it has nothing to do with you. So I don't need you to take it personally. I am an isolated, isolated person. I like to be alone. I like to figure shit out. I like to talk to myself. I like to go through a routine, you know, so I can be a better person for whomever that want to be in my space, you know, and be able to give, you know, or whatever. But... Yeah, I was just, you know, speaking on that because I definitely relate to what you were saying that people shouldn't take things personal. Even myself shouldn't take things personally when people choose to back off because you really don't know what the reason is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody ain't mad at your ass. There's no drama, nobody bitter, nobody miserable or anything like that. It's just that people don't know how to be alone. People don't know how to deal with shit by themselves. They have to have a group of people, you know, with them. You know, so... Uh, yeah, I just, like I said, I just wanted to kind of add on to that or whatever. And that's what I tell people. You know, when you enter in something, it's not anybody else's business. Like, people ask me all the time what my relationship to you is with the podcast. And as far as you need to know, we do a podcast together. <laughs> they ask that shit. Girl, people love to be busy. You know, I'm, Quetta, you know, I'm transparent, very transparent, but you know, I give a lot of myself on my page and on my social media. Yeah, you do. I give a lot of myself, but baby, that ain't even like a tenth of my life. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So people always want to know what I got going. Like people ask about stick talk in my earring business. Number one, I ain't, I don't sell crap. You get what I'm saying? So I may advertise it, I may talk about it, but that's just to keep a reminder in your face, like Mountain do. You know, they'll print they'll bring out a, a limited edition soda just to keep drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> you don't understand what that limited edition means. That's just something to keep you interested in them. That's just that's a uh please stay tuned. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a while it takes a while for these ideas to develop. You know, things don't just overnight, you know. Like I said. My whole following and everything that I've developed came from me just opening up. Then I realized, hey, this has some growth potential. Right. I said, what can I create from this? Well, four years ago, this was not the idea. God went from acting plays to poetry nights to jewelry making to where I'm solid in what I'm doing now and speak. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but broken sex can be healed with having a life plan. You right. you can't you can't get something when you all know what you want. That's true. Brother gonna hit me up. The next brother gonna hit me up. Ask me what I'm trying to do. What can he do to spend some time with me? Well, because I've been looking at traveling packages. Do you really want to know what I want to do? <laughs> I got a question before I answer that. Because this is my suitcase and a flight and a passport. Can you afford 
Because if not, then you know. <laughs> I mean, shit, he did ask. You know, that's a good thing. But now the problem is, is he going to? You know, well, not the problem. The question is, will he be able to deliver? You know what I'm saying? Like, or even just, okay, I'm I'm open for ideas. Well, baby, I can't afford no traveling. But guess what? We can go on up two hours away to the lake or the old house and get an Airbnb. How about that? You know, I'm open to suggestions. But this yeah. is what I want to do I in a way. Oh, kids care can you care for me and you know what even though like you say you open for suggestions that's the people problem like even though this is what I may want you know what I'm saying but damn you and you may not can't give it but you can still give ideals it's, people stop right there I mean I'm not able to do that oh well it is what it is peace no come with some goddamn own suggestions what else if you may not can't match to what I want but hey, just throw it out there. Like you, you know, I may flow with it. You know, I may roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, throw it out there. It is okay to give suggestions, and I always ask for suggestions. Whether if you, you my man, you, you know, I'm hanging with you, or rather, if we just cool and tight, or you know, or whatever. I'm always asking the people. This is what I want, but you give me some suggestions, and let's let's figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing wrong with that. It, this is only if you really want to hang. This is only if you really want to be a part of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really want to chill, or you want to be on this platform or move forward, or whatever. So, suggestions don't hurt if you don't have what I'm desiring at that moment. You know what I mean? So, Girl, this brings back a memory of a story. Now, I, I think I may have told y'all about Rock the last time, but this is I, I first time. This was my first time I really, really can remember negotiating a firm contract. I was on some whole shit. <laughs> I have to be real, okay? So I let's see, about two thousand six. So I had to be twenty. Okay. Going through stuff. I had lost my first apartment. Me and my mom was having differences. She had my car towed. Um. Girl, just everything was a mess. I was homeless, living down in the senior citizen building with my daughter, my baby girl, my my oldest girl, which was my only child at the time. She was, if I was 20, she had to be like three going on four. And my mom had picked her up for the weekend and I went into like a heat mode. I realized that I had not been dealing with a man or had man energy around me. I had been so focused on trying to get myself together, go back to school, work, and try to get out of that. I really can't even tell you, looking back on it, I really can't even tell you what caused it. I just know I had a lot of shit going on, and I think I probably just went mentally insane for real, and nobody really gave a fuck, and I just put my pieces back together. But I went into this mode, and I had filed my taxes. I got about three thousand dollars back i took a thousand dollars i bought me a little neon car and i gave my grandma fifteen hundred to put up and then i kept like five for myself and mm-hmm. paid some bills to my place girl well, however the money went that's how it went and i was watching cable tv and this little phone chat line came up see how broken sex happened a phone chat line like a motherfucker i can't even see right Okay, yeah, I bring them chat lines, baby. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so I get on the chat line, and I'm real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, look, I'm not in a very good space to be looking more than for what's what. I was like, look, I'm an attractive plus-size female. I got long hair. At the time, I was relaxed. I wasn't natural, and I had very long hair. I'm like, I got long hair. 
I have different features, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say I'm exotic, but I know I look different than most dark-skinned African-American women. I'm like, and I just want to meet a cool guy that got time today. Like, I want to have the whole dating experience. I want to kick it with you. I want to have a good time. I want to listen to some music. You know, I want to drink. I smoke bud. Like, I'm trying to kick it. I've, it's been a year and a half since I've even had sexual intercourse or even been around a man because I've been so tied up in depression. If I was just real. And he hit me back and he sounded real good and he described himself and we talked and we vibe. So the next step was exchanging numbers. And we talked for a little while on the phone and then he hung up on me. And I was like, what about? And he called me, I called him back and he, uh, he picked up and hung up the phone. So then he called me back like 20, 30 minutes later. And I was like, well, damn, what the fuck was going on? And he told me like, you know, I'm separated from my wife. I'm still married and she was here picking up our son and, you know, just to keep things from getting messy and difficult and her want to rant and rave. I just kind of wanted to keep you at bay. And I was like, well, I ain't for no. She was like, nah, we not together. But he was like, you know how women can be. He was like, right now, me and my mom have rented a home together and everything we need is downstairs. He was like, I got a kitchenette downstairs, a bathroom downstairs. Like we, I don't live with my mom. We rent a home together. We're roommates. Right. And at this point, mm. it's not, you know, you got wife and roommate shit going on. I don't want to come. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's like, no, nah, I'm serious. He's like, I'm going to pay for your cab. And, you know, he was like, I don't really want to go out. He was like, but I get us something to eat. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I got cable, internet, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do, I got it here at the house so we can have a good time. And when I went over there, it was exactly what he said. He called my cab. He ordered my cab. He brought me out there and I had money. I had my own shit. Yeah. And he showed me a really, really, really nice time. Poetry. Like we did, we just, we like, we literally had a day. Like he, he had a plan. We played cards. We played chess. Well, he tried to teach me how to play chess. I wasn't grasping it back then, you know, but we, <laughs> we laughed, girl, we got drunk. And at the end of the night, I had a very nice nightcap. Like that was the best contract ever. Do you have okay. <laughs> all the energy exchange on that came back tenfold? And okay. in the morning, we had a recap of the night's festivities. And then he paid for me a cab home. I didn't have to come up off of nothing. But that was a man that knew exactly what he wanted. I knew exactly what I wanted. I stated that, and then we compromised. He said, well, shit, I've been working all week. I ain't trying to go out. I say, well, what can we do? So we did what we did there. Candles, music, cards, games, tickle, fun, good conversation. And we both got what we wanted. We were satisfied. How about we were so satisfied? I left. I had no intention on talking to him again. <laughs> I didn't have my own self. And at the time, I was using my grandmother's AT&T phone from Singular. And she gave me the okay. use. I never called this man again. I moved from downtown with my grandmother because they was having a drug problem in the building. So mm -hmm. they didn't want outsiders to stay there anymore. So I moved from downtown with my grandmother. I have no idea how this man found me at my mother's house. Oh, wow. I'm talking about the pursuance was so real with him and I called him. I said, well, how did you get my mother's number? He said, I ain't telling you. I said, did you get it from my grandma? He said, 
I ain't caught that. Um, I don't even have that number you called me no more. I say, well, how did you find me? He said, I'm not telling you how I found you. And I, to this day, I do not know how this man found my mother's phone number. And this was at the time cell phones was popping. Nobody was even using that phone. Right. I was the only person using that phone. That's why I was shocked when my mom answered the phone. She don't even answer the phone. That's why I'm saying it was all kind of weird because she don't even answer the house phone. And she answered and she was like, you got a phone call. I was like, I got a phone call. Is it a job? And I looked, I was in the basement. I was like, no, nah, it's seven o'clock. It's not a job. And we that we had a two year relationship. And baby, when I say so much broke sex and had me tricking and paying child support, baby, y'all don't know broke sex like I know broke sex. <laughs> So, but you know he revealed some things in me too you know um, I don't know what made me fall like that over him you know but he just had a, a serum a pimp in him that pimped me but I learned a lot from that experience and even more into how to enforce contracts and get what I want but I can't even say that I didn't get what I want because I learned I got a lot of wisdom from rock, I got, I learned a lot from him as a man. So I, you know, you get you you get what you definitely get what you pay for because no rela after my relationship with him, we didn't bury any children. He brought a lot of children outside of me, but we didn't bury any children together. But the game that I got from him is how I have baby daddies on my level that provide. <laughs> right. Okay. That's what's up. You know, so we have to be mindful. In our separation from these toxic behaviors, when we leave a relationship, it's imperative that we go back and say, this work, that work, and have a checklist. And that's how we begin to heal and activate that rich sex and say, hey, look, bro, I'm, hey, look, I like to smoke. You ain't got, I don't give a fuck how petty it is. I like to stay petty to let people know, like, it gets bigger. But you have to be able to manifest. If you want a Jolly Rancher, you better be able to manifest that Jolly Rancher if you want to manifest $3,000. <laughs> Right, you can't you can't go from the minor to the major. It you, it don't happen like that. You got to be able to manifest that hundred dollar light bill before you can manifest that Lexus. Right, that is true. You know what I'm saying? So um, I encourage people to start small. You know what I'm saying? And be able to make that contract. You know, I I will ask people. You give me something. What can, what do, what can I offer you in return? I leave no contract unsettled. Mm -hmm. it's one that nobody even put it on the table somebody giving you something and people that's been to the penitentiary this nothing in life is free if somebody gave you something they want something in return even if they don't say right. that's a great example because they do trades all the time baby and like, like my partner say he told, and my partner told me this. He said it's different when you in the jail or a penitentiary he said if you go to your bunk and there's some shit on your bed and you take it and don't question it it don't matter what you owe. You owe. He say, so if they go, if they don't come back and it ain't in the hallway outside of your door for them to take their property and you just took it, then you owe them. And it don't matter. It could be booty hole. It could be a shank. It could be a jump. It could be a game. It was like, you got to be cautious. They don't take shit at yours here. You know what I'm saying? Cause that shit could be a setup too. I'm um, see this motherfucker gonna take it because they, they gonna owe me. I don't care what it is. The booty hole, shank, whatever, like you just said. And it could be a setup, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not being cautious. You're just taking shit to get nobody aware. But it could be a setup, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
oh yeah, I'm going to ask something later on for this person. They're going to owe me because you took what was mine and I don't want it back because you took it. Now you owe me, you know? So Right. I want the payout. I want the, I want the payout with interest. Now go on being... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your hands on people's shit. Cigarettes, 400 buns, and five packs of news, baby. You've been in it over for months in here. <laughs> <laughs> The best people to pull it, people they pull that out is for people that don't have family, don't have friends, don't have commissary. They do it on the starving. You get what, you see where broken sex come from? That's why you get people like that's where broken sex is coming from. The starving, praying on the starving. Now make that work. Hey, shouldn't the starving be trying to figure out how to make a plate together? Right. It's crazy, boy. I tell you, that's funny. <laughs> and but you and, and people, the game, but penitentiary is just a small board game to the whole board game of life. That's literally the game we plan out here. It's literally the game that we plan. If you have a contract, you like like a brother. Um, I didn't have, for instance, like a brother was like called me up, was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring you this green, and you know, I'm bringing some this, that, and the other, and I'm gonna put some money in your pocket." And I say, ah, oh, well, what do I owe you for this nice little gesture? He say, well, you know, one of these days or two, you know, we'll do the thing or two. And I say, well, you know, I'm not really feeling you in that. You know what I'm saying? Area, mm-hmm. I don't care how much you pay for it. And he was like, I figured, you know, if I just showed you I could take care of you and do all of that and this and that, and that, you know, that was a given. I say, oh, you've been severely misled out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for sale. You have I have to know be known that there is an attraction there. If you ain't let me know that, I don't want to accept these gifts from you, sir. You know, and we went our separate ways at that because I I didn't see him like that. And I was honest about it. And it, it let me know too that he wasn't in my life genuinely being my friend. Those times he would come take me to the grocery store. That one time he came and cleaned out my gutter. It wasn't genuinely because you wanted me to do better. You were expecting me to invite you to my bedroom. I thought we had a good thing, a good friendship. You was trying to use me for my insides. Ain't that nothing? Right. And it hurt my feelings because I really thought he was my friend, but it just made me realize everything, everything you was doing it because you were seeking something from me and my friendship wasn't the enough return you were looking for. And I walked away from plenty of good beneficial relationships where I could have just hold myself out for cash benefits. But I just, I've always been self-sufficient and been able to take care of myself in that way. But now that I'm on this level up platform, I don't know, you know, I'm kind of feeling like she will, you know, I will bust, probably bust it wide open full of realists in the room. You know, (laughs) I need a microphone right now. You know, you see that boy over there? He mine, but he don't necessarily belong to me. (laughs) And like you said, you know, whatever you want to call it, prostitution, tricky, whatever the hell you want to call it, no. Well, call it for what it is, exchanging energies, doing that contract to get what you want from what that person wants from you. Like you said, when they see that car, and they're like, damn, I want to ride that. I want to jump in that. I want that to be mine. You have to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no goddamn way you think you're going to jump in something and not pay for it. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And like I said, you know, it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be whatever that you can offer, suggest, 
you know, um, you have to bring something. And it doesn't just all about sex or just being in a relationship or just a hookup. This family as well. This go all around. This even your goddamn job. Jobs, we want you to do some stupid shit. Listen, we need to exchange here. What the hell am I getting from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, everything starts with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing what we want, what we're not going to tolerate. We're going to take a stance and be like, enough is enough. And be true to ourselves. Like, okay, quarter, this is the reason why you keep getting hurt. Because you are a good person. And people take advantage of that shit. Now you have to be hard. Now you got to be like, okay, get the fuck out of my face and step off. You know what I'm saying? You have to be that now. You know? Um, so you have to tell yourself the truth about yourself. And it does hurt. And I am a witness of it. And I'm sure you, sis, that you are a witness of telling yourself the truth. That you've been lying to yourself you know, maybe throughout the years, you know, or in the past. Oh, definitely. You know, so, yeah, so it's like, man. And I know coming up on our time, I just want to go back over, like, if you're if, if, if you're broken in an emotional place, you heal those emotional needs through your sex. And I'm not talking about looking for a, a relationship. I want to make that very clear. I'm not talking about making or creating relationships. I'm talking when we talk broke sex, we talking boundaries. How about that? So if you're hurting emotionally, you need a person that can heal you emotionally. You need a person that's going to tend to those emotional needs. Well, how do you know what you need? You have to be in tune with yourself. So you need keys for those emotions, right? You need keys on how to draft someone that can heal you emotionally. What are your emotions? Emotion is your spirits. What makes your spirits go high? And what do you need at that moment? So when you feeling lonely or dusty and this fool call you, a dude call you, a female call you, or whatever, however it's going down, it could be your cousin. If they're not getting ready to enhance you spiritually, say, girl, look, come up cracking jokes on the phone with you, then you don't need to put yourself there. You need to go find you something else to do. When we enter in these contract agreements, these are applicable to anybody on any level and it does not just have to be sexual or monetarily. It's, it's just about the pure energetic energy exchange, whatever is keeping the flow. If you're suffering mentally and you need mental help, you need an advisor. You need someone that you can call on that can provide counsel, that can reciprocate the energy that you're putting out where you may be lost. This is how we stop the cycles of bro sex, where we deal with each other equally. Like, this week was hard emotionally for me. I'm grateful to have sisters that I can call some that may not be in a good mood, that we reflect energy back and forth onto another, one another. You know, oh, girl, you know what? I done been through that. And you know, well, fuck that shit. We got to get over it. Let's talk about this here. And let me tell you what I have going on. And it just perks you up. Like, for me, nothing excites me more than a conversation about money and business and development. So I call my business associates to get a perk up when I'm feeling low in a certain area. And we have five minutes worth of time where we go through our pity party and cry. And then it's like, okay, girl, you know what? We only got so much time to deal with that because now we need to manifest some money. We got to turn this pain into power, baby. Right, yes. You need people like that in your life, but we're so accustomed to, and I know for me, I was emotionally suffering. I'm so accustomed to going to women that join me in my misery. Don't have an ounce of wisdom. You know, they just like, fuck them, girl. Ain't nothing in life, but this <laughs> bullshit we got here. I don't want to keep repeating that cycle. So, right. not feeling that like that, I call my sisters that's like, you know what, girl? I broke up with James earlier this week, and I drank a whole bottle of wine, passed out for a day, and I'm here with you today, though. We're going to fix this, boo-boo. 
You want yeah. like that around you. Because those are building blocks. Same thing with mentally, same thing with sexual. Sexual frustration, for me right now, I'm broken in the area. I don't want to have sex with nobody but the person that has impregnated me. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm pregnant by him. It has everything to do with the feelings and the chemistry that we have between one another. Yes. What I'm doing now is putting myself in a position to not even be disappointed. Why would I do it to myself? Mm-hmm. What are you doing over here? Who is this, Jason? You know, I'm putting myself, go see who he is, ask what he wants. Uh, I'm putting myself into a position to level up, essentially, you know, because if it ain't right, I just don't want it. If it's not going to satisfy me, and right now I don't have the faith that anybody's going to come. So, <laughs> and how am I going to heal from that is by allowing that time that needs to pass to where I can feel, number one, not feel dedicated to anyone else. So I'm not going to share myself while I'm in a spot where it's going to be more detriment for me to sleep with somebody else. That's going to hurt me more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I understand. Have sex with someone else, number one, to probably come out on the other end of satisfaction because I want a mental and a heartfelt. I had a mental, emotional, and sexual connection to this person. I had all three ways, the heavy way too. Strong mental bond, strong heartfelt bond, and a strong sexual bond. It's very seldom to get all three. So, and listen to how I say, I'm pushing through this pain. This is hard to talk about. It's been like something mm-hmm. I might get on the phone and cry right now because I'm I'm working through a broken area and the broken part that I I've, I've never had to identify this pain before. Yeah. <laughs> so that's um. That's pretty much all I got. The keys to it is be willing to put in the work with yourself before you work with anybody and always hold for self. Be a healer on earth for self. Heal your damn self because you really can't do nothing for nobody else. Right. You can give advice, but you can't really just, they have to do the damn work, you know? Yeah, and we just have to be patient with one another. And when it comes to seeking out, when you want to have that relationship, when you at the bottom and you in poverty and you living check to check, it's okay to say, if we going to do this, baby, I need help. <laughs> right? Yeah, say it. In our late 20s, going into the next chapter of life, we, we going into the midlife phases where unfulfilled starts to take effect on you. And it's okay to say, baby, I need help. This is my bucket list. Right. And get what you want on that and they're content then you have to be content with letting them go. That's true. Wow. Well, I do appreciate you, sis, you know, coming in and just really giving it, giving that tea, honey, you know, and sharing your experience with us. Like, like I stated before, your experience in this, and I want you to be heard if you want to be heard, you know, and so other people can relate to you because everyone not going to be able to relate to myself. So I want to have this platform for us all to speak and be able to reach other people and how to get out of situations. Um, so I like I'm very pleased that you did give these steps, you know, um, how to overcome broke sex and how to get that rich sex. Um, and again, yeah. it doesn't always have to be an exchange with money. It can just be anything, grocery store, bring me some fruit, some pads, some tampons, some something, you know, um, instead of just trying to look to get something from me, can I get something from you? You know, a conversation, you know, 
um, some advice, you know. Um, so I do appreciate you once again for, you know, even taking out the time to do another round, you know, of broke sex. Well, I thank you for having me, Quetta. And you guys can find me if you should be interested in who I am and looking for me. You can find me on Instagram at Big Thick Juicy. That's B double uh, B I double G T H I double C J U I C double E on Instagram. And I'm known by my very first and last name, Verona Boy, on Facebook, which is B E R O N A, last name Boy, B O Y D. Um, I'm heavily active on both of those pages and you know everything is up from here I'm excited to see where everything goes where your radio show goes and where all our developments are picking up from um, because the, the response we received was great and I hope to give great reviews from Broken Sex Part 3 and see what other shows we can work on together and what we can do to uplift humanity in itself so I'm, I'm pleased Yes, definitely. Yes, I'm looking for our next project because this is not our last boot. Okay, so I'm just like, you know, because you said I can't bother you. You did. Oh yeah. So yeah. So and yes, y'all. I will put all of her um social media information into the description box. So just make sure you go check that out and be able to follow her as well. Um, like I stated, you know, before she has some lit posts. Okay, on Facebook, you know, it's like I I have to see it first. I have to mark her see first, like. Even if she's on my timeline all day long and I don't see anyone else, like she gives the business, the realness, and I'm able to relate, you know, spiritually, physically, um, and just even to laugh because she's just that raw, you know. So uh, I do appreciate y'all appreciate y'all listening to, you know, uh, us um, on this topic, uh, big uh, on Broke Sex uh, Part 3. You can also listen to Broke Sex Part 1 and 2. Sis is on part uh, part two that she really do go underneath the surface of um, broke sex. So thank y'all so much for listening to us on I Am She For Realty podcast. And y'all have a wonderful day, night, whenever you listen to us. Peace and love. Peace and love. Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs. I just have one question for you. Do you have what it takes to be on my show? Yes, honey. Be a co-host. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Let's air it out. Look, honey, she don't bite. She is very loving. She is here for the people. She wants you to be heard. Only if you want to be heard. So go ahead and hit your girl up at any given time on Facebook and Instagram. And I am She for Busy Podcast. Yas. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you would like to help make this show possible, tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm forward slash I am she for to become a monthly supporter. You can support as low as 99 cents per month. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Peace and love. Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs here on I Am She For Real Z. I have these beautiful ladies here. We'll be talking about this right here. Why do men love fake women? So we're just going to go ahead and put our two cents in. And we're just going to go from there, you know. So um, if everybody want to go ahead and go around and introduce themselves. Um, and start on my left with their trap mother. And she can tell y'all about herself. And we can go ahead and get started. Oh, okay.
Hi, I'm Verona Boy, the Fairy Trap Mother. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Big Dick Juicy. Um, I'm pretty much your unorthodox activist. I can't talk today. Um, my methods are not the usual, but I get results. <laughs> and I'm a fun, funky teacher to be around, as well as learning in this whole paradigm of myself. So that's my introduction. All right. Thank you so much, love. And, you know, we have did, you know, what, two shows together already on Broke Sex, on I Am She For Rizzy podcast, which you can um, listen to that on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also download from iTunes as well. And um, let's see here. So, Kitu, do you want to go ahead and um, go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay, I'm Kitu Msali, all known on IG as Afro Kitu, and also the Quote Me Goddess. I do poetry. I am a birth advocate. I am a spiritual worker, a conjurer, and I am initiated goddess and shaman. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Kitu, for introducing yourself. Kitu is a very, very long friend of mine, so um, she she is very talented. She knows what she be saying, y'all. She be helping me through all my little journey in my life. So I appreciate her being a part of I Am She For Rizzy. And Latoya, are you with us? Hello, Latoya. Okay, so I'm not too sure she was with us, but then for some odd reason, she ended up disappearing. So um, at this point, we're just going to go ahead and get started on um, why... On why why do men love fake women? So do anyone want to go ahead and take the floor? Because I have my perspective. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be fun with this. Put your two cents in, you know, and go from there. Fairy trap mother, kid two, anyone? <coughs> I can go ahead and put mine in. I can start it. Okay, so y'all. Okay, this is basically what I'm saying here. I'm saying is that the reason why men love fake women is because I believe that um, women, I mean, I'm sorry, men are very visual and men love a woman that's put together literally from the makeup to the hair to whatever she's wearing and even to the body shape or whatever the case is. And my men look and look for that. I'm not going to say all men. I'm just saying for my experience, because I have went out there in the streets looking the way I look, you know, not fixed up, made up or whatever. And ain't nobody trying to approach me. You know what I'm saying? But when I do dog myself up, wear my makeup, then where are they? You know? And so, but when the men are so into what they see as that beauty, like, you know, made up with the girdle on and you know what I'm saying? And all that. And then once they actual know that person, you know, when they take their girdle off, they have their flaws or they take their makeup off. So I'm just saying that men love fake women, in my opinion, but then want to push back on what they receive, you know, which to be true. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? That's just my perspective of men love fake women, but don't know how to, um, huh. I believe just to me, in my opinion, is men just don't know how to balance it out. Like, men don't know 
men are not going to the women that look natural. You see what I'm saying? And then they're unhappy to win. So basically what I'm saying is more on a physical, you know, I know fairy trap mother or kid two may go under, um, you know, may go um, deeper under the surface. Y'all know I'm really not too under the surface. I'm always in the physical. So did y'all want to add something what I'm saying or something different? Like I'm just way off. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me know. Well, uh, for this, I don't, there's no uh, issues when it comes to, uh, on this subject, there's no absolute. The truth is always something that can be uh, slanted, bent. The truth that existed 10 years ago no longer exists now. Uh, and we can just say, like, you couldn't, it was a time that you couldn't talk on the phone by your watch. Uh, you could not do video by your phone. Now right. you can do that. So that's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a small example. Now it depends on what age group, it depends on what that brother's belief system is. If you are encountering men who need a trophy piece, they will do that. But if you're encountering a man who is much more mature, he is developed in his sense of being, then your makeup and your hair being real or fake will not matter as much to him as how important you are in your own authenticity. Okay. I know that for the men that I deal with, the ones that come to my space, they appreciate the fact that I don't have on a lot of makeup or any makeup mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Then I have had those who want a woman, they don't stay with me, and they don't last more than three minutes. But okay. Yeah, they they, they encounter uh, they come up to me. They if they don't like natural hair, then I'm not their their woman. If they want a woman that is wearing all of the labels and they want a woman that carries a high price tag, then they definitely would not approach me. But it all depends on the standard of that man. He has to have a set of values. If he doesn't have values, your physical appearance will always matter to him. Most of them just want to be clean and presentable. That's a real man. But the ones that are needing a trophy piece are not developed. They have not... They have not become mature enough in their own self-development. Mm-hmm. They're not even ready for a relationship. And I, I've seen I've seen plenty of those men uh, that float around in different cities, different countries. Those that are we consider them egotists. We consider them um, narcissists. When presentation is very important to them, they're coming from a very dark and shallow place. And it says more about them than it does the woman. Hmm. Okay, cool. And then before we get um, we continue. Latoya is back with us. Whoop whoop. You know we lost her. Then she came back. I don't know if she wanna. You know there she go. There she go. There she go. You know what's what I'm up, saying? y'all? <laughs> I'm Latoya Jones. Um, twenty years old. Um, and I'm finding myself. So I find myself in. Uh, this live video today because I feel like I have to the Okay. Bear with me. It's my first time uh, being a part of a podcast. Uh, I just got the courage to start going live uh, a little more often than I was. So we're going to get this thing going. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for introducing yourself, Fairy Trap Mother. Do you have anything to say before Latoya say anything about fake men? Oh, well, before you go, we go there. 
do anyone have anything to say what Kit Two was saying when she was, you know, putting out there? Sure, I agree with both of y'all. I'm just sitting here listening, like, mm, what I'm supposed to say now? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny? I wish men would have courage, you know, um, you know, to be able to come on in at least, you know, say something, you know, rather if it's, it's true for them or if it's a lie, you know what I'm saying? Like, men are pretty okay, much chicken shit. Call. They don't want to say that until yeah, the conference call. So basically, it's like men are just like basically, you know, to me, again, I'm going to start back over chicken shit. So it's like, I just want that man to be able to come like, you know, I said what I said. I meant what I said. This is how we, this is how we go by doing this. And yes, you know, yeah, we, we go by our parents. You know what I'm saying? We, we look at that shape. Yeah, we want you to wear makeup. You know what I'm saying? That's what, because I believe like this, if a woman and uh, a woman is made up and a natural woman is walking down the street together right who do you really think that that dude is going to it ended like it too said it depends on that man you know preference but to me i feel like a lot of people i haven't met anyone in person you know what i'm saying i see a lot on social media they say natural this natural that so to my understanding they are going to choose the choose that person that's made up correct me if i'm wrong i don't know i could be wrong it's just I don't know. I don't be out there like that. I agree. So. I agree. Um, it's funny because they sit there and they holler about how they love natural women and women who wear their own hair and don't wear a lot of makeup or no makeup at all. But all you see is, you know, men chasing after women with fake asses, fake bodies, fake hair, all this extra. And I'm not doubting nobody for that because I, I wear my wigs. I keep my nails done when I can. I, you know what I'm saying? I wear a little makeup. But... I feel like they claim to like natural women, but that's not really all the way the truth. Um, I mean, okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm like for it 100. So you get your heart, you know, someone share a heart, you know. But um, so I mean, at the end of the day. You know, it's like, I really wanted that man to come on and they'd be like, you know, I'm here. I said what I said. I meant what I said. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of men, to me, cannot stand forth to a woman like this. You know what I'm saying? It could be through a keyboard, but not like this. Like, say what the business really is. And, um, you know, like, I'm not like, you know, woman that choose to look according to they, you know, how they look. But it's just more the men that want to crucify the woman from having a certain look. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you know, you talk about them publicly, but in private, you admire them. You see what I'm saying? So that's just what I take. And trust me, I have went out there and literally looked like who done it and why. Like I'm like, I mean, I gotta go grocery shopping. I got things to do. I have stuff to do. So I can't really just too much look like this. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I just one day we can get these men on here. Let's see here. Um, we have some comments, y'all. Y'all want to take a look at the comment here? So if y'all want to read that, I can't. How you how you view the comment? You don't see the comment on the screen, no. Um. So yeah, let me go ahead. Basically, let me read it out to y'all. 
they said they will settle for a fake woman because they fake men really want men anyway. Ooh, baby, Keisha Nunn says, hold on, Keisha. <laughs> Wait a minute, Ooh. girl. Slow down, girl. We ain't even mad at that far. Girl, let me send you a link. Keisha, listen, oh, anybody that want to be added or whatever the case is, you're welcome to come on. Come on, you know, so. Yeah, I got it. I um, to roll you up. Ooh, she made me sip them. Going oh, she said they would settle for a fake woman because they fake. Men really want men anyway. You know, I'm I like, believe that's I'm true to a, a big thing. I feel like a lot of men are undercover. At least five seconds. Like, you know, I'm great, just wet my hair and throw it in a couple of braids, throw on the hat to go live. And then I was like, 
man, we're doing a live about fake women. This is how I'm looking today. I'm working on the website. I'm trying to budget my money. I done just paid bills. I'm a little sad about some things today. It's rainy. I really wanted to go somewhere. I'm mom 24-7. Like, this is how I'm looking today. And I ain't even trying to dress that up right now. <laughs> right? Okay. We're going live from home. And I ain't looking too shabby. You know, my bonnet is cute. Right? Babylon. <laughs> Yes. All right. Hey, Kitsu, are you still with us? Can you hear us? Hello, Kitsu? Thank you, Kitsu. Can you hear us? I don't know what happened. Can y'all hear me though, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. So basically, you know, um, I'm not too sure what's going on with Kitsu. Um, yeah. I think I see. I think I can see on my screen. Yeah, I can see her too. But yeah, y'all, it's just like, what else y'all want to say? I know y'all want something else to say. Don't, don't try to hold back. Come on, y'all. What else y'all want? Nothing, nothing else. Y'all, y'all ain't got Latoya. Because I, I don't know. I don't want to sound man bashy or offensive, but you know, just men are some really different creatures that I, you know, I try to have understanding for from from looking within, you know, and I try to really find my compassion from within and being accountable. But damn, like for real though, like you know, when I think about this, I I just wonder if it's because they're the imagery. You know what I'm saying? What it look, like. you know what I'm saying? Like, it have to have a certain, it have to look like a standard. But I, I, I don't know. You know, I just think the things that people choose are what, what they perceive to be of themselves, and which is usually the opposite. So, like, if they attracting, if they attracting fake people or choosing fake people, is like you say, probably wearing a mask because. They are for real, a real heartfelt, genuine person. Yeah, true. Okay. I mean, and I really kind of not, my thing is like, okay, I already know from jump, men are visual. You know what I'm saying? Like, men really are. And I, you know, no shade to that whatsoever. But my only thing is like, why lie? You see what I'm saying? Of what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not here to judge you on what type of woman or even for a woman to know what type of man she wants. You know what I'm saying? Don't bash women from looking like what they look like, all dolled up and you're, you know, worshiping her or praising her and probably, you know. It sounds like a division tactic subconsciously. If you don't be open about Don't try to keep us separated. It's the man that's against us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Tell me for what it is. <laughs> They don't want us to know. They don't like. They don't like that. They don't like what shit really is on the like on the deep inside. They they like to stay as as much on the surface as possible. They don't. They don't. I feel like men don't like to. I just made a post the other day that if women, if more women were more honest in bed, it, it would probably be. It would probably be more violence against women, and I really feel like that. If more women were more honest. And not as fake. I don't. I don't think. I think that would all hell would break loose because they can't. No, nah, because you can't. You can't tell them in their face. You gotta wait till they get home and they call you and be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, it was just cool. I'm not. Right now, I'm gonna be ass sick, so I know 
And one of the main things is that I know with men who are very professionally um, inclined, those who want to, who are degree, who want to go into a certain out area of life, they have set a pinnacle of success for themselves. They want a woman that can represent that. So they will seek a woman that fits that mold, fits that idea of success. And we read that as them wanting a fake woman when in fact, what he really wants is the status, you know, uh, such as like, if you go to the store, you don't have yourself fixed up. You ain't, I'm, and I'm going to speak from my own perspective. I know at times when I'm wearing my work boots, I got on my security gear or I have on my, my chef coat. I get a lot of dusty ass men that will approach me because they really have no standards in my opinion, because they're not trying to get shit. They're not trying to elevate. So really, they will approach anything that they think they can. They can have. They can fuck. Yeah. They they uh, they can get high with and get drunk with. And I'm neither three for them because I know for me, I'm I've married old men. I've married men who had money. Pretty don't mean shit to me, but money do. Yeah. So I don't allow men who don't have that same idea. And it it, it is programming. That if they don't have an idea of what type of woman they want to fit their status in life, if they don't have an idea of a status, I don't want them. I don't mind a man that is a little bit materialistic because I'm materialistic. I don't mind a man that wants a trophy piece because I am a die. So I don't mind because I want the money. So I feel like, and like I said, the truth is an absolute. This is my truth. And if I want your dollars, then I'm going to make sure that I position myself as Ruth positioned herself for her Boaz and go and get what I want. So, that's it. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. Well, you know, that's what that's, and I think that's the premise behind everything. Everybody in that position playing the game how they want to play it. You know what I'm saying? And if you complain about a certain shit that you are in the game, uh, then you got to do what you do. Like so said, you got to position yourself. You got to position yourself, which was what I was going to say. Because you had done, like, you know, if if you find yourself in a position where it is, you know, not working out for you, and you find yourself upset, like, like, you know, like, what do you say? You know, before I make up, I'm in and out. You know, sometimes having a mom day, we got to run to the grocery store, get the kids up from that curse, so we just looking reckless. But when we step out, we stepping out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. or if it's a, I had that extra time to doll myself up and feel good about myself, shoot, I'm out here. And you just, you just recognize, and we really just recognizing the differences in between how we attract these different type of beings. And I mean, like, you know, it speaks for itself. It's maturity gaps, it's programming, it's education, you know what I'm saying? It's financial, it's all of those things. Confidence, security. I wasn't even trying to bring nobody's mama in the situation, girl. I ain't even starting. <laughs> Ooh, they bought. Oh, that's where it all starts at. That's where it started, but for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. But I'm not just being. I'm just being. I'm for it. 
a man convinced, uh, a man stated that the reason why he don't like black women or nothing about them is because of his mama. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other set of issues. Uh, <laughs> this person's calling me and it's gonna, they're going to block my call, my uh, conference with you. Okay, all right. But yeah, y'all, so she left. So, okay, so yeah. Can y'all still hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, old dude confessed, like, not confessed, but he stated, like, for real. Like, I need those type of men. Like, keep it 100. Like, the reason why you look at us women as being anger, uh, have anger and, you know, bitter or misery is because you see your mommy and you think that all black women is like this. And some way your mom ruined you and so forth. Uh, and I'm getting on top of Sean just changed. Oh, uh, why do um? <laughs> nah, because they mama some fake ass bitches. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. They mama some fake ass bitches. <laughs> and it's, it's and this look. This is what I want to say right now. Okay, look. So I look a hot ass mess, right? Mm -hmm. But I go if you go in my kitchen, baby, we got all kind of food, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's just going on up in here. Excuse me. No, thank you. Um, no, 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 no. Goodbye. I gave you the room. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But, you know, and then for it's like, you know, these these mothers, I, I know how some of us were raised. Like it wouldn't be shit in the house, but everybody looked good, everybody dressed down, but motherfuckers be hungry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it be flat screens everywhere, but it ain't no food in the refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? People got their sacks. You know what I'm saying? They drive nice cars. Houses be decked, wardrobe be on fleet, but you hungry. Hungry. I can't imagine. You know, and then I'll be sitting there like, you know, I got on my um what's the fashion over outfit with my um shoe dazzle boots, baby. And my little flea market bag, baby, just looking just as regular. <laughs> but I'm eating shit. <laughs> Because they put all that money into trying to oppress, oppress people, but be starving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my goodwill TV. Little income here and there. Take care of these children. We all right over here. Shit. We got everything going on smooth. <laughs> For real. You know, and I just think, I look back on how the generations before us were being raised. Like, my father and them are those type of people where you know they got shit looking good but it don't really be good you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i really know they be struggling real bad and things be going on and that's that's how i learned to just accept where i'm at while i'm making things better because ooh, that's a tough life to live it is Cause i tried i tried it before i did girl uh-uh baby i ain't finna be working like that That's why they out there dying and shit. Heart attack, high blood pressure, attracting fake shit, demons and shit. I ain't got time. Mm -hmm. 
time. And, and well, look, when I feel when I attract the wrong shit, I will leave some. I will leave people alone, man. Cause I don't, I don't like being stressed. I don't really. I don't like to be stressed either. Like I don't really like when I was doing that time. You know, like when I was very depressed, I end up like wearing a lot of makeup, very materialistic. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to kind of really hide what I was really feeling, so I don't see through. You know what I mean? Like so when I tell me when I look like, you know, when I go to the store, which I never did, you know, look like that in my life, but it's not I elevated. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm good, you know. Um, people may see like it's a downfall, like what well, used to look like this, but I, you don't know my reason why I look like this. Everyone has their own reasons why they look with how they look. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, yeah. But no, I didn't follow that because when it's time for me to put together in a big face and do no eyebrows real sharp. <laughs> you know, let me tell y'all something. Back when I was younger, I, I wasn't going nowhere without being decked out. I'm talking about I live. Okay, so. My apartment buildings was like this, and the store was behind us like this. Baby, I wasn't walking to that store without being decked out. No, sure wouldn't have to get up, get all the way dressed, have to unwrap my hair, throw my makeup on, put the lashes back on from last night, slip on them. And, and maybe the only jacked up thing about it is that I have on my house shoes, but baby, I am dressed to impress, baby. I need to go around here and get what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, now, now I'll be like, hand me them sissy rock pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Latoya, did you have anything to say or anything? Or you're breaking up. Oh, I'm trying to keep my mic safe. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, so it's like, I don't know. Um, I think it's different, like, making a post and coming on a post versus, like, really being live and just having that focus on you. What y'all think? Like, it's, it, I think it's a difference. It's a difference? <laughs> Favorite shot, mother, you, you agree with me? I can't see your face. I don't know if you nodding, you laughing, or... But uh, I just think it's a difference when, you know, you're really out, putting yourself out there versus, like, doing a post. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that I'm well, trying you know, to... Oh, go ahead. You know what? They're even aligned with, you know, it's the hidden versus the uh, revealing. And when you think about it, you know, being behind the keyboard, you know, you 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 gone. You know what I'm saying? You, you're not... You there, but you're not there for real. Okay. But when... When somebody can see you and when somebody can hear you, that makes you real. Yeah. Well, that is true. Where Latoya go? Does she leave us? I don't know. I just see uh, I am she for real's logo. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I think she probably left us or something. We just wait till she come back if she do. But yeah, so y'all, this will happen. Huh? You know, I just think men just want some shit that can look good on their shoulder. They can show it off, make them feel manly, make them feel like they got it all. The world is in their hand. They're unstoppable. You know, I don't know. Fine shit make you feel like that. Yeah, right. You know, it's like it's like it's like us when we get our makeup and get our nails done. You know, we unstoppable. So we they makeup. Right. Oh, uh, that's true. Right. Yeah. 
Um, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. My only big thing here is like, why do you have to? There's so many ways to look at it. It is. And my only, I think more of mine is more of why do you down talk the woman with the weave, with the with the hair, with the nails, or whatever, the makeup. But then you, that's what you pray. That's what you're into. That's what you like. That's what you see. And you know, and I can dig it. But don't talk down on what you really feeling. You know what I mean? Like, damn, I be just really want to see these everyday people that be on Facebook preaching this. Like, how I want to be like that fly on the wall, that roach on the wall, whatever you got in your house. I want to see. I want to be that to see what for real. You know what? Doing this. I don't think. I don't think they even do it consciously. I think because of like how spontaneous men are, you know, they'll, they will risk a 30-year marriage over one night. You know what I'm saying? They'll risk it all. Yeah. You know, on a look, you know? So it's like, they so spontaneous that I don't even think they do that in consciousness. Like, I think it's just a ooh, candy type of thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> but no like this childish it's very childish to say the least but you know that's just how their mind works you know what I'm saying and I guess just when you're not being real with yourself and what you really really want it just makes you ride in that lower type personality because I've been superficial like that where I only dated like a certain type of man, looked a certain type of way, had to dress a certain type of way. Yeah. And eventually what I learned is with some of those men, well, most of those men, I didn't even have a true connection with. So I started dating people that I liked just genuinely. Mm-hmm. And for the most time, those relationships were the ones that worked out, you know what I'm saying? Even when they didn't, we have, we were able to end on good terms with good communication. So, you know. Right? Yeah, I do. I understand. Like, that's how me and Nick, like, I think Nick, he's so used, he has to get used to me looking like this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even though we did met like that, we was in high school, but, but for so long, he's so used to me dressing up, looking a certain way, and I guess he catered, you know, he like that more you see what i'm saying so it's mm-hmm. kind of like he now had to go he got to get used to what i look like prior you know what i mean like from the beginning you know or whatever mm-hmm. so but i mean it, it, it can get tough i mean but at the end of the day i'm not going to be that one to you know like you're going to take it or leave it you know what i mean like and then, you know, and I know when there's times and moments that, you know, that I do have to look a certain way or, you know, if we're going somewhere and all this, but you got to get used mm-hmm. to this like one, like 100% of the time, baby. You can't just, um, that's not going to work, you know? So, but yeah, but he's, oh, there she goes. She's back. Oh uh, yeah, but it's like, it's very interesting. Um, it's very interesting, but. I don't know. I just think it's funny. You know, I'm going to do a poll real fast and see what people have to say. Do they agree? Um, you know, like, damn. And then oh, men just have a wild-ass nature. You know what I'm saying? Just 
meat everywhere. Meat everywhere. <laughs> And I'd have been around all different kind of men. Men with money, men without money, broke ashy niggas, like, and they all just really act the same way. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm doing a poll right quick. I'm just saying, do you all agree that men do love fake women? Let's just see what people are going to say. Basically, yes, no, or who cares? Mind your business. Stay <laughs> your lane. You know what's funny? Like, we can't really have open conversations because that's the biggest thing people do. Like, stay in your lane. Like, how do we really get, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do we supposed to interact with each other like i see yes some we do need to stay in our lane you know what i mean some we that's push small to another fan right there so nobody this is my first time doing this poll thing y'all so it may work may not work but i see some popped up in the messages what is he live from Eggers huh? Hall, Maryland? What's up? Hello. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Are you able to see your comments over there? Um, v. No, I didn't see. It was just. It just looked like some kind of some old comments from us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I try to post. Let me just post that here. This is what this person said right here. Well, you can't even see it. But he's from um, Hagerstown, Maryland. And he's watching. What's up? What he do? What he do? I don't even know how to do this poll that I want to add on here. I don't know what happened to Latoya. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just like, I'm pondering on this subject <laughs> because it is kind of puzzling because I, I get, well, I, I, I get holiday when I'm dressed down and that's, that puzzles me because I very seldom get holiday when I'm dressed up. But then like, I do notice that when I do get holiday, I'm, I'm usually dressed down. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if it's just maybe maybe dress down women intimidate them. Maybe maybe it's intimidating. You know what? You know, um, I believe that to be true. You know, like how when I be like when I dress down, I'm either wearing my husband basketball shirt or something or some type of men's shirt, and I'm wearing like probably some joggers or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, and with my tennis shoes, you know? And it's just like, whatever I feel like I'm wearing, I feel like that's that personality. You feel what right. I'm saying? Like, right. if, I, if I feel like if I'm wearing something 
you know, men wearing clothes or something. It's like that part of me coming out like, don't come talking to me. Don't come, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it could be the demeanor that men really don't not. It's not because they don't like to see what's natural. You see what I'm saying? Maybe it's because how you perceive yourself in those clothing. And then when I am, you know, in girl clothes, I feel girly. I'm, you know, hey, smiling. Hello, how you doing? So I can really say that about myself. So, and that is interesting. Wow. And yeah, I keep, yeah, I just think that it, that's interesting, um, and everything. So, but yeah, um, yeah, and and it or it may not be that it just may be intimidated, just period. That women wear, and they can still be that woman, but they still like intimidated. So it could be. I just speak for myself how I'm just really like, ugh, you know what I'm saying, like. And you know, sometimes I do have that look on my face. I don't come talking to me, whether if I'm dressed up or not. I just don't. I don't want it. You know, I don't want to deal with it. Um, I think I'm um, dropping Latoya. I think I'm dropping her. Every time I try to do something new, I'm dropping her. I'm sorry, Latoya. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Kid Two trying to come back on. Yeah, I gotta bear with me. I'm really learning this thing here as as I go. But yeah, so but yeah, I mean I just really wanna do, you know, a podcast with men, you know what I'm saying? Like I just want them to be open, you know? Like ain't nobody trying to argue with them, ain't nobody trying to be upset with them. You know what I'm saying? I just want that person perspective. And I respect people's perspective and how they see things. You know, I just, I think men are not as vocal to me like women are. What you think? Like, I don't, or is it just because they probably want their, they want to do their own thing? Me? You so pregnant over there? Girl, so pregnant. You are so pregnant. <laughs> so pregnant. <sighs> Girl, I just, I don't know. I, I, I really, I'm just so lost on the subject because there's so many things that weigh in on it. It's, it's mind-boggling. And then I got I got personal feelings and I'm trying to lead them out of it is what I'm really trying to do. <laughs> Aww. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, just my personal issues you know, that I face within dating being a a, a larger, I'm I'm tall, I'm, I'm heavier built, I'm dark, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, placing them factors on it, you know, and I just, sometimes I think it's just, uh, like I say, sometimes it's a lot of subconscious that I think plays into it. Um, upbringing, as far as like Toya said before, m- motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, um, even not even just motherhood, but um, the women that were around in his life, his teachers, the way they treated him, um, other aunts and um, you know friends, mothers, and things like that. Lack of fatherhood, um, environment, strive, you know. Feeling like they can't do better, so at least they can look like something. I, I, 
I, I, I don't know what it could stem from. And, and you know what's funny though? I put this on everything. Why do dark-skinned men or women always with someone lighter than them? I rarely see dark skin, dark skin together. You see what I'm saying? I always see a dark skin with a lighter woman or man. You know what? And that's crazy because I noticed that now I love chocolate men. I love, love, love chocolate men. And mm-hmm. I've had a, a few guys in my lifetime that were chocolate men, but all my children's fathers are like caramel <laughs> complexity. And that's so weird to me because I never was really into the caramel complected guys, but I did. Um, I did know that um, darker men uh, avoided my acquaintance stuff. Mm-hmm. Once I got about 23, 24. Okay. Okay, so um, Latoya, I know, I don't know if I'm the one that's kicking you out because I'm trying to do this pull thing, so I'm sorry, but keep it, that's my fault, I realized <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> I'm so right. sorry. Yeah, so basically, right. we were just, yeah, we were just saying, we're still talking about why men, uh, why do men love fake women, and I was just saying, I see a lot of dark-skinned men or women be with someone a lighter version of now. And I'm not talking about just a shade. I'm talking about lighter. So I have, you know, my husband have this friend that he's dark skinned, but he was someone that's super lighter than him. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's many shades from his complexion. So I don't know. And I see that a lot. I promise. So I don't, I don't know. I think I've heard people before that they... You're breaking up. I've heard uh, I've heard people say it's because they want their kids to come out lighter to come out darker. And I'm like, why? Matter what color they come out. But I I've heard people say that and I, I always wonder why like why it was such a big thing. Yeah. They have this video. Yeah. They have this video that. Facebook. I don't know if it's a summer. Latoya, you breaking up. Latoya, you breaking up. You sound robotic. Yeah, we can hear you, but you sound robotic. It's like you're frozen. Like you're not moving or anything. Like you're stuck in this uh, position. Okay, so when Latoya come back, I want to do, V, I don't know if you're into want to do this. Um, I wanted to go ahead and do the petty teapot. Okay. The petty teapot. I am she for Rizzy petty teapot. This teapot is so pretty. I want to use this damn teapot. I want to drink out of it. Yeah, it is cute. So it's like a bronze. I mean, no, not bronze. Like you saying bronze. It's a copper color or mm. whatever. So it's like, it's really pretty. So I have some topics in here. <laughs> Shake it up, stir the pot. So basically, the point of the um, petty teapot is to just go ahead and just go on with the topics uh, or whatever. Um, hold on, here she come back. Let's see here. Okay, Toya, are you with us? Can you hear us? Hello, Toya. <laughs> 
Okay, so she left again. Okay, so basically I want to do the petty teapot because I know we all got things that we have things to do. But did you get, do you get what the petty teapot is? Did I even explain that to you, V? Mm. It just basically, so. Well, it's just basically like topics and stuff that's in here, questions, and then we just pull from one and then we'll just talk about it. If you want to flake, you know, you can flake from the question or the topic that's asked. We don't know what is in here. People are welcome to send me topics or questions or whatever. I just had to make some up off the, off my dome, okay, and then and add them all. So every Wednesdays and uh, I'm sorry, every Mondays and Wednesdays, that's when I put it on there. So that's what I'll be doing. Um, but yeah, um, let me see if Tori gonna come back and then you know, I mean, you can do it if you want, and then we can go ahead and close it out. And, um, yeah, let's see here. See, she's coming back because I don't see her nowhere. Okay, so, yeah, let's go ahead and do the petty teapot because we have things to do, okay? Because me and V, we really be, be on it, okay? Getting our stuff together. So, I'm going to open up the top, and I'm going to stir the pot. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stir, stir, be hot. I'm not cheating or nothing. You ready, V? V, you ready? Wake up, V. Wake up over there. Okay. I'm I'm <laughs> yeah, she's so pretty. But I love V. That's why I always ask her, are you sure? Like, I mean, when you let me know, you know, so I understand. So I'm, I'm here. Happy. I may look like I ain't here, but I'm here. Yeah. You just got little eyes. You have small eyes. Okay, so the first, the question here, oh, okay, well, is it important to have your own standards versus living up, so basically that's the question, is it important to have your own standards um, when it comes to, like me, I'm really big, so I'm going to answer the question, I'm really big setting my own standards to what I want and not so much what other people want and not trying to fit my standards to please other people so how do you feel about that is it important to have your own standards uh i think it's important to have standards and and i think that your standards should be taking you somewhere because everything you do is a standard you know what i'm saying okay and if your standards aren't taking you anywhere you got to reevaluate those yes honey that's coming okay. from a person that's made their first year of mistakes with standards. Mm -hmm. um, I think standards come through confidence. And we all go through our phases of confidence and worth and values and morals. Um, life is a constant turn down and rebuilding the self. So I think having those standards and the ability to reevaluate when things are not working out, it's um, definitely a great skill to practice. Okay, I love it. Okay, but yeah, I mean, so basically, that's the point of the petty teapot. This is what we do. Okay, so it's it's some other stuff, girl. It was like some crazy questions in here, like crazy. I, 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 was, like, I was over here praying I ain't getting no crazy I, questions because I was I like, was she know I'm crazy, Lord. We have two more hours. I was like, please just pick the don't go too deep in it. But yeah, so but yeah, so basically that's how it is. So once we talk about our topic or whatever. We go into the petty teapot and we have a discussion. It may be short, sweet and short, or it may be long, or whatever the case is. But yeah, I mean, if y'all don't have any more else to say, 
about why, you know, do men um, love fake women? So, um, I think we just want what make them look good and feel good on the inside, just like everybody in any of us. I think that just view us as material. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really don't know. Like, it confuses me. That's why I'm it paying that ass. Confuse- it, it, yeah, it does confuse me big time. I like I'm not even going to lie. I like who I like. If we mess around, because see, I ain't married or nothing. And I'm single, you know, we mess around, shit happens, shit don't happen, life happens. Like, I'm just rolling with God. I don't know. You know, right. we we have these conversations and they be controversial. And it's all good. I have my opinions really, and perspectives. Right? But other than that, I'm just rolling with me. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, I mean, maybe men may look like, oh, this is bad. You know, we're just really having a simple conversation, you know. Hell, mm-hmm. we may have, why do women love fake men? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just each person perspective and what we gather um you know towards the end of hearing what each person have to say so basically mm-hmm. like you know favorite trap mother stated you know it's all about your preference um we all are doing something that whatever that person is projecting that fakeness that maybe according to somebody else think is fake that you're into you know you're attracted to mm-hmm. uh, whatever the case is but yeah i mean thank you so much you know i love you um, you know, her mm-hmm. wings coming through, and Latoya, you know, she's come, come, you know, she came through on her first live. Hopefully, it won't be her last. And Kitsu coming in, and I knew she had to go, um, but she came in and shared. So, I thank you, ladies, so much. I know this is not gonna be our last. I love know, what so. Susan had to say. That was real, that was real. What she said, though, who you know, um, uh yeah, I, I appreciate what she brought to the table. Uh, what about putting yourself? Because, you know, um, putting yourself in alignment with the things that you want. So if you know that's the, the type of man that you desire to manifest your standard, you know, desires a, a, a made-up person, then that's what you become so you can get what you want out the deal. That's what I grasp what she was saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if it takes for you to be that fake woman, you ain't doing nothing but putting on something on your skin. The inside don't have to change. Right. But for, unfortunately, for a lot of people, the inside, you know, it does bring out a different character. I know I be feeling myself when I put it on. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> my, whole, my whole photo is like, people are like, you photo gender. I don't I can't even take pictures like the way I be taking it. But when I put that makeup on, baby, I mean, you, I have a whole different vibe taking pictures, mm-hmm. feeling myself. Mm-hmm. So, I get it. I understand. So, but I'm definitely going to post this on the podcast, um, on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and the other ones. Um, so it can be live there. Um, it will be like on Monday or Friday, probably Monday. So yeah. But okay. Well, thank you so much. You know, to the, to you ladies for supporting I am she for Rizzy, supporting me into what I'm doing, but we'll get better at this software stuff and we'll get it right. We'll get it right. We'll figure it out. Yes, ma'am. I love you too, Siggy. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're my pleasure. Love you too, baby. Well, thank you so much. And I'm about to end this and y'all make sure y'all go ahead. Did you want to tell people your social media, like where they can find you real fast? Um, 